Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. How's the bacon, did you say? It's Dutra. Oh, what a fantastic hit! Roy Keane on Holland. Here's Sancho. Bienvenido el sándwich de gambas. Ahí la visitamos español y la liga entre 2020 días. Bienvenido, por favor, Nathan Cupid. Ay, with chips. <laughs> y Jamie Jackson. Hola. Yeah. Well, welcome to the Prawn Sandwich podcast. Today we will visit Spain and la liga from the years 2000 to 2010. If you listen to our previous episode, you see we've done Serie A. Uh, Jane Nath did the 90s and we all did the noughties together. So I've been blagging the lads to do La Liga for ages now and we're finally doing it. So we're going to visit a time before Ronaldo and Messi just became the pinnacle of that league and there was other, there was other players. <laughs> <laughs> there was more competitive. <laughs> yeah. So we'll start off with the shock of most really. Right at the start, the 1999-2000, I know it's 90s, but we'll sneak it in there because Deportivo La Coruña won the league. Yeah, for the first ever time in the history. Um, what some team that eh? Like, proper good. The team that won the league because um, it, it was like it was before Diego Tristan signed. Um, Roy, before Roy McCall, signed. Yeah. Uh, Roy Mackay was there though. Yeah. Uh, Roy, Roy Mackay was their top scorer last season. They had an unreal Brazilian player called Jarminha in midfield, who was like just like the definition of maverick. Yeah, he's meant like <laughs> just oozed selfishness and was like Roger's fuck, but quality player. Um, One of those teams that the world fell in love with. That, like, you, you're kind of getting it with Dortmund now. Minnows have get that have came, like obviously Dortmund are bigger, but because Deportivo ended up dying off and getting relegated. But at the time, it was like, oof, Real Madrid or Barca's not winning. Yeah, they, they, they finished like top three for the next five seasons as well. Yeah, they did. I. What's mad about this first season is, um, <laughs> people remember John Toshak was sucked by Madrid halfway through the season. <laughs> <laughs> He's been Madrid manager twice, yeah. <laughs> they, they, didn't, they didn't even finish in the top uh, four. No, Dep- six, Deportivo, Barca, Valencia and Zaragoza came fourth. Yeah, they the, the only qualified for the Champions League this season after because they won it. Yeah. They won it that year. Uh, uh, Espanyol won the Copa del Rey. She was relegated. I Betis, Sevilla and Atletico Madrid. Mad that, isn't it? <laughs> Salva from Racing Santander, top scorer in 27, won the Pachichi Award. Then he moved to Valencia, didn't he? Yeah, and then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see who was in that um, Deportivo side? It popped up before. Jukanovic. Ooh. Yeah. I'm kind of letting you take the reins with this Deportivo side. I know it's like your favourite <laughs> Spanish one in history. And future 
future Spurs centre back. I can't pronounce his first name, but Nybet. Yeah, Nybet was me. <laughs> you were a legend <laughs> of that Deportivo side. Him. I remember when Spurs signed him, I got a little bit chuffed. <laughs> and uh, Flavio Conte, so. Oh. He, he, well, he moved to Real Madrid off the back of. Ball. What a player. Yeah. But yeah, like like you said, like the fact that there's even after winning the league, then um, the, you've got the like, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Valencia who can all throw money around. They still managed to stay in that top three and like yeah. get Champions League football for the next four or five years. Well, they were top three until the or three or four season came first, ninety nine two thousand. Then they came second, second, third, third. Yeah, which stayed going. around for a bit. It's good yeah. going that. That is, with players coming out like Walter Pandiani and Diego Tristan after that. Yeah. They kept hold of Roy Mackay for a few more seasons as well before they sold him to Bayern. Yeah, he, um, he, was, he won the Pichichi in oh, 2 or oh, 3. Right, so how many 29 goals. goals. Oh, 29 goals that season. The, the season they won the league, he got 22. Yeah. I loved Valeron as well. He was mint. I see. Valeron was class. I like Valeron. Yeah, I he, he was one of my like favorite favorite players in that Deportivo side. They gradually won because he, he came in a bit after he wasn't he wasn't around when they won the league, was he? No, I think he. No. Was, I think Tristan I, I think wasn't. He was after, um, Juan Captavia wasn't either. They signed him. They signed they signed Tristan and Captavia the summer of winning the league, so two thousand. Right. He was decent as well. From New Yorker. Captavia. Captavia, I liked Captavia. He was decent. He was, Unreal. <laughs> <laughs> I, they, got, they got Tristan from Mallorca because then when Tristan went to Deportivo, Samuel Etu went to Mallorca. He's a fat man now. Who? Tristan or Do you know Tristan? He's <laughs> <laughs> seen him now. No, I haven't seen him. I googled him doing some research for this and stuff, and I just looked at him. I was like, he's pure Ronaldo. It. <laughs> he's piled he, on the beef. He was mint, eh? He, class, uh, like, absolutely class. Uh, I think it was just because, like, I thought he had a cool name as well when I was younger. But I just was like, I'm signing him on champ on every time. That's what I loved about him. His name. Uh, it's a sick name. So. Quick question, or she's probably obviously delving into a lot of it. So, like, why do you like La Liga? Um, you know, something. It was like, and I, I never really, I didn't have Sky, like, for yeah. kind of like the first half of the decade. Well, it was um, on Eurosport for ages. Yeah, <laughs> but it was. Have you seen them in the Champions League? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was that. Well, it was firstly that like Barca side in '98, '99 that obviously drew three-three twice with Manu. Yeah, um, that was kind of like my first time I got to see it properly when I was like probably getting into football, um, and then obviously Real Madrid, the season after going on and winning it, um, just seeing just just seeing teams like that play, um, like Valencia and R- R- Valencia, Real Madrid and Barca in the Champions League over the course of like ninety nine through to two thousand and one, um, it was just really good to watch. Like the players were players I'd never seen play before, and like couldn't watch regularly on like match of the day and stuff. So. Yeah. Um, obviously, you get a bit of interest from there, and then when as like things developed, and oh, it's going to make us sound old as fuck, but like <laughs> access to the internet and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> playing champ man, you can follow it a bit more. Uh, yeah. Start liking all these players. It was just kind of on that, and then like 
is it get like more more through the decade and then getting Sky and being able to watch it and like the soccer AM Spanish commentary stuff and <laughs> can you mind that? Yeah, do I? Yeah. <laughs> I want to dance with you, Frank Blakeard. <laughs> Racist, wasn't it? But he's oh, the old show. Ay, 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 ay. Oh, so bad. <laughs> Nath, why do you like it? Um, kind of like yeah, like just touching on what Jay said. Like obviously being young and like when you're a kid and you just follow anything that wins. So like being like massive Man United and just watching them play against Barcelona, like names that you like Rivaldo and the De Boers and Cliver and that. And then, yeah. um, and then when El Maca went to Real Madrid, and I kind of <laughs> fell in love with Real Madrid after that. Like I really loved Real Madrid. Yeah. It's like when, like, I know we'll touch on it, but like when you're like twelve, twelve year old, and around that age, and you've got Real Madrid signing every best player in the world, it's like, oh, like fucking, this is. I was, <laughs> that's where I finally got in. Like my um, the reason I got into it was my mum was a. Like an air hostess, so she'd do like the Spain trips a lot. Yeah, and like a lot of them, she used to bring us tops back. A lot of them were like pure shit and schneid because she didn't uh, know. Love a schneidy top. But um, I remember like my first one, which bit funny now because I absolutely love Real Madrid now. Um, it was my cousin's like seventh birthday, and you know, your typical seven-year-old birthday that's gone dust the game on a field, mm. and he's from Newcastle. So it was a party full of kids in Newcastle things. And my dad wouldn't let us go on my Sunderland kit because he thought I'd just get abused or snapped. <laughs> so my mum, just before, brought us back a full Barcelona kit with Figo on the back. That's it. So after that, she kept bringing us tops and then I got a Real Madrid one and then I watched the Champions League final with Zizou. And I think that's when I just was like, right. Yeah, this league's for me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then as the years went on, and Sky brought out like Revista della Liga. I never missed an episode of that. Like, got in and watched it. So we'll move on uh, to our next topic. And in the year two thousand, a man named Florentino Perez took over the presidency of Lorenzo Sanz by promising Real Madrid supporters and board that he would have the most aggressive transfer policy in the world and guaranteed he would sign Luis Figo. Can't say he was wrong because he did, even though he did, get a, <laughs> he did get a bit lucky with it. Uh, but yeah, we'll go on to 2007. We'll just round it up a little bit. The Real Madrid first Galacticos. Yeah. Um... I've got a list of the, of the actual ones that acclaimed it, if you want us to go through it. So this is not. this doesn't include... The youth take or the people that were already there from the nineties. So, like, obviously Roberto Carlos is a yeah. Galactico, but so the ones that are claimed are Figo in two thousand signed from Barca for sixty million euros, Zidane in two thousand and one from Juventus for seventy three point five million euros, and then the Brazilian Ronaldo in two thousand and two from Inter for forty five million euros, Beckham from Man United in two thousand and three for thirty seven point five million euros. I always thought that was smaller. Eh? What Beckham? Yeah, uh, but the exchange rate back then yeah, was like yeah, 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 to everyone euro. So really, it was only about twenty-four million pound. Yeah, dirt cheap for the best right foot in the world at that point. <laughs> uh, the worst one, 
Michael Owen from Liverpool for nine million euros. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rubinho in two thousand and five from Santos, twenty four million euros. And then the final one claimed is Sergio Ramos from Sevilla in two thousand and five for twenty seven million euros. <laughs> um, Woodgate just... is a Galactico. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, failed, yeah. The only failed one was Totti in his, in his first summer. I was desperate to sign Totti, wasn't he? Oh. It's a bit harsh on Lorenzo Sanz considering they just won two Champions Leagues under his presidency. Yeah. But just because he said he was going to come in and flash all this money. Do you mind oh. when, when uh, Totti scored against them in the Champions League and then after the game he signed his Roma top that he wore that night and he'd signed I'm the, uh, from the only player to ever turn you down, Francesco, and gave him it after the game. Class. That's classic shit. When I, was re- like. <laughs> when I was reading up on it, I, when I was reading up on it, I didn't know they'd sent a Real Madrid kit to his house uh, with Totti ten on the back. Like they promised him the number ten and sent it and everything. Like, Oofed. They, they, they wanted to try to like con- like get him that much. Yeah. So the biggest thing about the Galacticos is um, the managers they had. <laughs> so in this seven-year stint, they had one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven managers. <laughs> Del Bosque, Carlos Quiros, Jose Antonio Camacho, Mariano Ramon, Vaderli Luxembourgo. I'm not even going to lie, I can't remember him. <laughs> uh, Juan Ramon Lopez Caro, and then finally Fabio Capello. But it's like the biggest thing in Spain known for. Obviously, they had a second wave of it in the in the 2010s but yeah this original one was just ridiculous it kind of started the money rolling didn't it it was unprecedented because you've never seen anything like that before really nah. like like the best player in the world every year is being signed by one club a team that's already like established with some like of the best players in the world as well yeah like um, same the ones that they mentioned were like Cassius, like, Raul, Raul, Carlos yeah mm-hmm. Um, you see, before like obviously the the won the league in or two or three and then didn't win it again till or six or seven. Yeah. Um, like that coincided with Makelele leaving. Oh, totally. And uh, like he he because he wasn't like a Galactico and wasn't an attacking player, he, he totally did not get credit at all in that team that he deserved. No, I was watching a a match the other day and it was just like. It was Barca at home, and like fair enough, they won. But you could see why they didn't win the league because this team was just so unbalanced. So the midfield three was Gooey, Zidane, and Beckham, <laughs> and the three up top was Ronaldo, Raul, and I can't remember who it was. Owen, Owen, Ronaldo, Raul, and Owen. Class. Beckham, Beckham, Gooey, and Zidane in midfield. It's like right, chill out. <laughs> Beckham's your most defensive like player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, he's like, oh, wait, man. <laughs> Is that the derby that Owen scored in? Yeah. Owen oh, Ronaldo. Uh, Is it Dan scores a header and he yeah. smashes it at the post? Off the post. Uh, yeah. Mint game that oh, game. Owen had a good seat, like a good year the year he was at Real Madrid. Considering he was playing second fiddle to. Yeah. Well, it was, it was behind Raul, Ronaldo. Was uh, was Morientes? Morientes gone by that point? Morientes had gone. Gone. Do they, bring, do they have Baptista and Rubinho come in as well at that time? No, Rubinho was the year after. Uh, 
the, and the, the sign back um back to East after he'd had an unreal season at Sevilla, didn't he? And, uh, yeah. Was it the 06 07 season he went there. Yeah. Ar- Arsenal were after him and then after eventually him, got yeah. him on loan, didn't they? Big Thomas Greverson and all. It's back. You see, when they signed Beckham, um, like it, w- it was meant to be Barca he was going to all that summer, you know. Because um, I, oh, what's the, what's the fucking president at Barca called again? Um, oh, oh, uh, under um, this tenure, under the right card tenure and stuff. Yeah. Um, is it Juan Laporta? Yes. Hi. Well, Juan Laporta had promised Beckham in his presidency campaign. Um, and Man U were going for Ronaldinho. And then Barca ended up going for Ronaldinho and signing him instead. And Beckham went to Real Madrid, but it was always Beckham that had been pro- that had promised like during his uh, uh, presidency election. And then yeah, fair Beckham, like, I love David Beckham. I'm not saying he's not world-class, but they were just gone for him for the celebrity status at that oh, time. Oh, hey, beautiful people deserve to play for beautiful football <laughs> clubs. So he made the right <laughs> call and got to Madrid. It's like that's that right. eleven that you just went that you went through that way. You've got a midfield of Guti, Zidane, and Beckham, and then <laughs> of Ronaldo, Owen, and Raul. Like Owen was just a we can, so we're gonna. I think. Yeah. So um, for nine nine million euros, it must have been the last year of his contract. Aye, and Benitez was just desperate to get rid of him. Yeah, weird that man. Absolutely weird. But uh, yeah, bit strange, man. I've been choices. I mean, like Carlos Quiros. I know he's like a mint coach for my United and a mint assistant. That's a hefty job to just throw in him, especially he he predecessed Del Bosque. No, <laughs> it's like <laughs> ah, I don't know. So Del Bosque only left because he's pure racist. So oh, his comments to Reyes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that was whilst he was in charge of Spain. He's in no charge one. of Spain, I. Yeah, but he probably would have had to do with yeah. it. Just makes you wonder what the interview process is. If like, they literally could be literally anyone could have walked into that job. Like, you know what I mean? After Del Bosque, Kieros um, comes in a bit. Like, I think the biggest thing back then is as well. If you look at it now, if you just try to jog your memory, I'm not saying they're not good managers, but I think managers are heralded a lot more now than they were. Like now, you've obviously had we had the. Pep Mourinho rivalry for how long? Like yeah. Pochettino's, Pochettino's the best manager in the world. He was never won anything. Klopp, blah blah blah. Uh, Whereas well, back then, back then it was now. back then it was kind of Sir Alex, and that was Wenger. But they were in they were in massive yeah. job. They were in big jobs. I think when like especially like the model that Real Madrid had at the time, it wasn't the manager signing players. It was just like the president signing. Oh, yeah. Players. You're there to score goals. Yeah, like the the the, mani- the manager per se, like is more like a head coach, isn't it? Like yeah. at the time. Yeah, like, totally. you, you make these players work, your tactics, get these players to work together. We'll give you the players, but you, you've got to find a way to, to play them. But bear in mind when we spend forty million pounds on a player, we expect them to start regardless <laughs> of whether the system works or not. I always think about like that time, like can imagine if can imagine if they had Ancelotti then? Like, I know he did well when he went eventually later on, but like, can you imagine if Real Madrid got Ancelotti with all them players? Like, he's cut, like, he's meant to be like the Galactical Whisperer, you know what I mean? Like, he can get. He was young then, though. He was like, he'd failed at Juve. Like, I'm not, 
I, I love him he's my friend my whole time but he fell on his feet a bit with AC Milan and then made them a powerhouse because he failed, failed at Juve was replaced by Lippi yeah I think it's tough to say but they won the league you know the 2000-2001 Barca were fourth Zaragoza won the Copa del Rey uh, and then they won it again in 2003 it was close though Real Sociedad were only three. aye Sociedad Sociedad <laughs> metal, metal, metal. had a hell of a good side Sociedad at the time yeah. young Gabby Alonso playing for them um, you're right knee hat top knee hat class because um, it was like the season it was the season after that Real Sociedad team got ripped apart Exactly. Yeah. Alonso going to Liverpool, Liverpool. going to Villarreal. Money, 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 money came into it. <laughs> so we'll move on. Uh, staying around those years, but from 2001 to 2004, a team on the east coast of Valencia came to promise under one of the most slagged off managers, <laughs> Rafa Benitez. <laughs> It's it's quite mad when they like because I they won the league in you know, one or two. Um, His first like, year, three or four. Um, they they just sold Mendieta to Lazio in two thousand one, who was arguably the like the best midfielder in the world for three years. Yeah, he was standout and, like. And I know, but a little bit the thing about their like you know when you argue now about Benitez because I don't rate him now. Hmm. Everyone throws it as because obviously Liverpool had that Champions League night right did he really do much it's not really a tactical masterclass to come back from 3-3 that's the players that but, I, to be fair they even the, the players even say that it was not to do with him at half time and then everyone throws in your face well he won two leagues with Valencia but no one really knows what the first league he won it's like when Leicester won the Prem all the top teams had a really poor year so I've got the thing here they pointed him from Tenerife in 01 and he won the league's first Thingy. So, right, fair enough, you're thinking, Matt. They were kicked out of the Copa del Rey for fielding too many non-EU players. <laughs> so there's one There's one competition you forfeited because you're telling me he doesn't know the rules. <laughs> <laughs> and they only won the league by scoring 51 goals. Somehow they managed to only concede 29. And Ruben Baraka was a holding midfielder and he was the top scorer with seven. Fucking hell, that is a defensive shape, man. Who are they at? Uh, who, who are they at the back? Of, oh, Roberto Ayala. Roberto Ayala. Uh, Ayala, yeah. Ayala been there. Canizares in net. Yeah. Fucking. Pablo, right, so a team that has Pablo Aymar in, one of the most creative players around at that time, their top scorer has seven goals. And it's Ruben Baraka from Holden Mid. <laughs> Don't forget big John Carew. I was going to say, he outscored Carew. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Was that just like long, long bottle? <laughs> Up yeah. to well, he was actually see, mint this, of Valencia. It even goes a step like you go, like you mentioned them in this in the next season or two or three. They finished fifth, so they had a bit of a, like a come down. And uh, Pablo Aymar and Carew were joint top scorers with eight, so they didn't really score much goals <laughs> under Benitez. <laughs> they, they would have had Vicente on the left of midfield and that at the time, wouldn't they? Yeah, he's pure like, shape, man. I think Fabio Aurelio left back. I've never rated. Man. Benitez, man, uh, someone who's like pure got lucky, and but yeah, he's considered to be like his really good manager, like that, 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 Spanish that. Martin O'Neill for me. You've got to give him credit though for the O three or four, and they won the league, and they did step it up, 
and they also won the Europa, the UEFA Cup that year. Uh, and then that's when he went to Liverpool. Um, and to be fair, they placed him with Ranieri and fell right off a cliff. I did. I think that was a massive transitional period in Spanish football as well. Like you've got like obviously Real Madrid and their Galacticos thing as well, but but um, Barca didn't win the league from 1999 all the way through to uh, like 2005 because uh, when they got Louis van Halen and just seemed to sign every Dutch player that could. Like but but like the Barca wasted loads of money in the early noughties signing players like. Why do you have to always mention Dutch players, man? Louis van Gaal's army. They did like that. The 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 Barca side at the start of that decade had like Clivert, the both De Boers, Philip yeah. Coppi, uh, Michael Reisiger. Uh, and then they signed uh, Overmars and Zenden. Paul Zenden, yeah. Mark Overmars. Like Shite man. Rude Hesp in Nets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rude Hesp, get on Rudy. Well, or two, or two or three. Barca didn't even get in the top four. Top four was quite funny. Like, or two or three was like, which is where people like, if you go back and look, um, Madrid won, and then the second was Sociedad, third was Deportivo, and fourth is Celta Vigo. <laughs> With uh, Samietu's Mallorca winning the Copa del Rey. Celta Vigo, man. I absolutely raided them on Championship Manager that season. Great kit. <laughs> oh, unreal Great kit. K, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Jay like saying, Barca, Barca were poor. But, yeah, like I say, I don't like Rafa, but I think considering Spanish football, you do have to give him a bit of credit. He won them two leagues, got them to two champ, uh, you know, one Champions League final under, under him, I think. In a, yeah. In, in, yeah in one, under, league, one under him. In, 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 a, in a league where um, like Deportivo played really attacking football. Real Madrid played really attacking football. Yeah. Um, to go and win the league in amongst teams like that that are just attack, attack, attack by being just strict defensive. Nah, like credit where it's due. Yeah. So we'll uh, move on to what Jay was talking about. Um, and I'll name this this title uh, Rijkaard and Ronnie. Yeah. Rijkaard coming in and bringing Ronaldinho to the to the forefront of world yeah. football. It was, it was like it was like massive seven. change in football. That one, it was what a team it was that was. Huge. It was huge. Um, so that was two thousand and three when they got Ronaldinho. Yeah. Um, and that was just like the start of it all changing for Barca, really. Yeah. Um, like like I touched on before, Van Laporta had, had promised Beckham. And delivered Ronaldinho like as much as I love David Beckham, I think that ended up uh, with the better deal there. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> nah, nah. I, I think like as much as like they were successful under Pep, and that I still think to this day that Barcelona is still considered to be like a great because of those days. I'd like, yeah. It has to come from well, somewhere, and I don't think Rijkaard gets nearly as much credit as what he should because he was he put in the bit, he put in the like the foundations for them to progress. Especially, um, especially for me, saying the Chelsea game where we had an oh. ITV and we got to watch them. I know Chelsea won, you know, in the goal kit, but that goal that Ronaldinho scores and, and oh, 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 the, the big, big throw. throw to the bottom corner, yeah. <laughs> 
like just a little um, flick, the shimmy of the flick first, or like. Oh, he has Carvalho dancing, like. Aye, uh, he has Czech dancing, like ten yards away from him. That's, um, <laughs> that's, that, that's Pierre Luigi Colina's favorite ever goal. That he's like when he's read a game. I said that's his favorite ever goal. Like the audacity to do that with like a wall of blue shirts in front of you. <laughs> it's a class kit, that like a bit iconic. The, the um, bronzy gold thing. It's the last yeah. Barcelona shirt I ever bought. That. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like Deco, Etu, Ronaldinho, uh, Marquez, they, Puyol. The, oh, the, Puyol. Well, they got Deco, Julian the year after. Ludovic Julian from Monaco. Yeah, because like Porto, Monaco were in the Champions League final. So, uh, Julian went off, no, he went off injured, didn't he? In that yeah, final. So, like those two teams got ripped to, ripped to pieces, and it was kind of like Chelsea and. Well, Mourinho went fucking ripped down the pieces. Yeah, Chelsea <laughs> and Barcelona just picking those players like Park, um, Deco and Julie went to Barca. Um, did they get was Et- Etu signing off for as well? Yeah, from Mallorca. Yeah. Mallorca um, basically what uh, Mallorca won the cup in or two or three, and then had a decent season or three or four, and it, like pretty much solidified himself as an up and coming young striker. Because mm. it it was at Real Madrid before he went. To yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, in the nineties. Yeah, um, he had a, like a spell at Deportivo as well on loan. I I he only played uh, he only played three games for Real Madrid. Yeah. The, um, but then the Galacticos came in and Perez had nothing. Nah, no, no time for... Well, actually, I got to mention that when we said it. He actually promised what the, the, the main thing was going to be was he was going to bring in one... Every time he signed one world-class player every year, he would also promote a youth one, youth yeah. player. And he... Because of the, 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 how many managers they had, it didn't really work and it wasn't the manager picking who he was taking from Castilla or the mm-hmm. B team. It was him. So the only ones that really people know are like Pavon and Granero. Class. He didn't, he didn't really stay with that promise. No. But the... lived, lived off the coattails of Raul for too long. <laughs> I <do. laughs> Speak, Speaking of youth and that, like just back onto Barca, it like just coincided so well with like the group of players that were coming through at the time um like Xavi and Puyol had been in and around the first team since kind of like 2000 yeah Uh, like Iniesta coming through as well like that's like Xavi and Iniesta arguably like top five of best central midfielders of all time yeah like coming 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 through at the same time um it's it's like Messi as well. Pep gets a lot of credit for Messi, but it's Rijkaard that brought him in. Mm. Yeah, his debut. In that well, in that in that season where they won the league, I'm um, sorry, the Champions League. Um, he was quite pivotal in their Champions League. Won just I, he, he was injured for the final, wasn't he? Yeah, he got injured in the semis, uh, missed the final against Arsenal. Yeah. Um, oh, they had some team Barca like like just remembering that final, like Larson coming off the bench and that and. I, I think Etu. I think Etu. I think he's most underrated striker in world football. Etu is phenomenal. Yeah, so like the the oh four oh five and oh five oh six where they've won back to back leagues. Etu was top scorer in both. Oh four oh five, he shared the Pachichi with uh, Villarreal's Diego uh, Forlan, twenty five yes. goals, goals each. And then oh five oh six, he won it with twenty six. 
And I people over oh, 25, 26. <laughs> it's big then. This is pre-Ronaldo Messi running about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When when La Liga was like like the Premier League and it was competitive and didn't that have was two people blistering it. It's it's mad how like that when you, all those different teams winning it from like the mid nineties through to like this season or five. Well, like the first season Barca won it and the back to back ones, and then after that it was just Barca and Real with Atletico yeah. like once in amongst, and that's been what sixteen years. Yeah, See, yeah. Atletico aren't really mentioned in this decade. They didn't really come to promise till about two thousand and ten. Yeah, not until that's... Simeone arrived. No, I tell you what, like Torres was phenomenal from the minute he came into that. Team, uh, he was good. Oh, he was class, but he was the best of them. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, like right at the start of the decade, Sevilla, Atletico Madrid weren't even in the league. No. Nah. Well, Atletico got relegated in the first one. Yeah, exactly. The well, Sevilla did as well. Atletico only broke into the top four in or seven or eight, and that's when they signed Fallen. Yeah. Uh, Fallen and a very young Aguero coming through. But, uh, and, and Torres would have went to Liverpool like just before that as well. So Torres yeah. hadn't even played in the Champions League before it went. No, to Torres was 01 to 07, captain by like 7, 19 or 18, I think he was. He was unreal. Torres. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I love him. Absolutely love him. His, his first two seasons at Liverpool were absolutely insane. insane. Absolutely love him. Um, but um, yeah, so that's pretty much up to 06 filled in. So, speaking of goal scorers, should we have a quiz, boys? Five, what you waiting for? If you want a three, three, two, two, one, let's do it! So, return of the top five. Um, like I mentioned, there was a world of La Liga before Ronaldo and Messi tore it apart with goal scoring statistics. So, what I want from you is, um, the 2006-2007 Pichichi was Lionel Messi's first mention in the top 10 of the award. He came ninth with 14 goals. But I want the top five from that season off you boys. Or six or seven? Or six or seven. Right. So that's top goal scorer, the Pichichi? Yeah, sorry, right. yeah. Pichichi's top goal scorer. I am said that at the start I'm, of the I'm, podcast. I'm a little bit lacking when it comes to Spanish football, like... Yeah, they, they call it Pichichi. He's a famous player from like the 70s, 80s. Class. So what am I doing again? Top five goal scorers from the 06 or 07 season. So who won the Pichichi and the four that followed him? I've threw a pure wild card in there. Ooh. I've got, I think I've got four like obvious names and then one pure wild card. Uh. I can't even remember, man. Um, I'm ready to go. You'll know them all. You'll know them all. Uh, How many you got, Nerve? Four. Oh, Nerve things. We'll plug our, plug our stuff, I suppose. So, at Prom Podcast on Twitter. What's the Instagram, Jay? You're the king of that. Um, Instagram is at Prawn Sandwich Podcast. Um, if you we're on Facebook as well, aren't we? So yeah. just find us on any social media. Just, even yeah, if you yeah. just search Prawn Sandwich Podcast, it'll pop up. You just like our stuff, share our stuff. It'll be yeah. greatly appreciated. 
I'll give it a plug for him. Nath, at the minute, is also doing 10K runs for 10 days for a fighting little boy who needs an operation. Uh, the post called Save Our Stan. You can find it on Nathan's Facebook. It's Nathan Carl, because Facebook doesn't let him off Cupid for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you look for Nathan Carlisle on Facebook, on his Twitter, he's doing a great cause. So if you can just yeah. donate well, what you can. We'll share it on the pod social media as well. Yeah, um, yeah. And in, the, and, in the, and in the description of this episode, like we'll see if we can put the link out to the to the page as well. That be that'll be our technical guru, Nathan Cupid, that sort of that, that <laughs> Right, I've uh, I've, God, I've just went. I have, I've got five anyway. <laughs> I think I've balls up mind. I'll I'll go first. All right, go on then. Um, Van Nistelrooy, Etu, Diego Forlan, Fernando Torres, and Raúl Tamudo. Oh no! Only four you've given us there. That's five. Van Nistelrooy, Samuel Etu, Diego Forlan, Fernando Torres, Raul Tamudo. All right, okay. Uh, Nath? I reckon you've smashed me here. Like, uh, Etu, Forlan, Messi, Raul, and Giuseppe Rossi. <laughs> I couldn't think of strikers, man. Just fucking just put anything down. Remember that? Um, remember the Man United Sunderland penalty shootout? Yeah, the equivalent of that. <laughs> that bad. Jay takes it two one. <laughs> oh, that's humping. <laughs> <laughs> right in fifth place, you had Diego Forlan with nineteen goals for Villarreal. In, <laughs> oh, in fourth place, you had Ronaldinho with twenty-one goals for Barcelona. In third place, a joint third, your joint fourth, whatever you want to say, Neff, you should have got this. Freddie Canute with 21 goals for Sevilla. Oof. I forgot what a Moller he was in Spain. I didn't even think one. In second place, with 23 goals for Real Zaragoza, Diego Melito. Oofed. Before he's moved to Inter. <laughs> and first, taking the Pachichi with 25 goals for Real Madrid was Ruud van Nistelrooy. Sick. Hey. Oh, so awesome. Jay takes it. So Jay, as winner of the quiz, you get to choose between two songs to play out the podcast today. All right. And I've gone for Spanish artists. So you have the choice of Escape. <laughs> Make the right call, Jamie. <laughs> oh no, wait. Uh, you have <laughs> so Escape by Enrique Iglesias or Live in a Vida Loca by Ricky Martin. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. That's like choosing which way you want to die. Oh, no, it's from Crew. Um, <laughs> make the right call. Uh, it's got to be it's got to be Enrique. It has to be. Got, like, to, be. Yeah. got to be Enrique. Fair enough. Oh, I, I totally forgot what a beast um, Freddie Canute was at Sevilla. Absolute class. I literally, you know, when you're like just trying to think, but there's like nothing but empty space in your head. <laughs> Just I think that, it's just the, I, I, try to pick, I try to pick a year that wasn't like Ronaldo, Messi. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Nah, fair. But uh, we'll go move on to the year of 2006-07 when Fabio Capello turned to Madrid. 
can't stand that man, but he won the league, so what am I to know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Real Madrid's exclusive 30th title in La Liga. Uh, started to shape up a bit more with the big teams now because the top four was Barca, Sevilla and Valencia. Sevilla winning the Copa del Rey, started their little trophy hall when they won the European, uh, the UEFA Cup a few times. Yeah, what? But they'd won the UEFA Cup the season before, hadn't they? They'd beat Borough yeah. in Austin. Yeah. What, beat Borough? One murdered Borough. Four zip. Shock for this year was Sociedad went down after being torn apart. Yeah. Uh, oh, this Coleman's Sociedad? Was. Kidding. <laughs> David Vaughan playing for them and that. Jesus, man, honestly. Chris uh, Coleman in Sociedad, man, unreal. Van Nistelrooy say with the Pachichi with 25 goals. But yeah, uh, really good team that one. If you watched the last game of the season where they had to win, really good scenes. Uh, Jose Antonio Reyes, God bless his soul now, scores, comes off the bench and scores. Uh, Higuain, young, very young Higuain, yeah. coming through. Raul's still captain. Rob, Robin there by then. Arjun uh, uh, Robin, can't mind. Yeah, he was. He won that. He won the league. He, yeah. Because yeah. um, the, then, like you mentioned, with Barca, Jay, after Robin, and then Barca won it for a bit. Real Madrid, like, just splurged on Dutch players. They signed like Van der Vaart and Afalai and Schneider and like Royston Drenthe. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Royston Drenthe. Mental. Did they have Cannavaro that side? Capello's side. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Antonio I, Cassano, Sex and Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, because yeah. that was after. Did they take anyone else from Juve? Like after the Juve? Oh, they got Emerson, didn't they? Emerson. Was that the only other one? Emerson and, Emerson uh, and Cannavaro. Cannavaro. Uh, yeah. I remember the Cassano deal. Yeah, I don't think it was there for. No. Yeah, I think that'd be it from Juve. Yeah. Because the, the um. Well, they went back to back anyway. Like or six or seven or seven or eight. Higuain. Only signed in the January in that or six or seven season. Didn't yeah, he? him and Gargo yeah, yeah. came in at the same time. Is that Beckham's last season? Yeah, after Beckham's uh, last yeah, season. Oh, yeah, after, the after, title. after it not been played for like the first half of the season, totally ostracised by Capello, and, like and, and he was in the form of his life for two months, but he'd already agreed to sign for LA Galaxy. Unreal. Unreal. Uh, he, he gets subbed at the end of that game. That goes off in like Yeah. I think it's Reyes that comes on for him, you know. Right. He end up scoring. Reyes con la pelota. La saca y lo hace bien. El balón salgado. Higuaín en carrera. Entregando al otro lado para Robinho. Atención a Robinho en la frontal. Mete para Higuaín. El rechace para el Madrid. Reyes le pega. He, um, cause that, wasn't that Beckham's only trophy at Real Madrid? Yeah. Yeah. Or did he not win a Copa del Rey his first season? No, they didn't, no. They didn't win the Copa del Rey at all this, in this decade. In that, oh, fair dues. No. The Copa del Rey is quite... I'll tell you what, I'll run through that quickly. Copa del Rey's winners are quite mad. So from 1990 all the way to 9 or 10, you've got Espanyol, Zaragoza, Deportivo, 
Mallorca, Zaragoza, Real Betis, Espanyol, Sevilla, Valencia, Barca, Sevilla. So yeah. Barca and Madrid only won one between them yeah. that entire decade. Considering now it's just pretty much them in the final with Atleti and Valencia yeah. thrown in there. <laughs> but yeah, and then in the 0708, they won it again. Capello had left. They won it again because Barca were going through a bit of a transition. And uh, <laughs> mentioned on the pod before, can you have a guess who's got the, who uh, won the Pachichi that year? In which? 27 goals. Which season? 07, 08. So pre-World, pre-world Cup. No, pre, um, pre-Euros. Uh, 07, 08. Wasn't falling again, no. No, pre-Euros. Euro oh, so, Euros, Joe. Oh, sorry. Oh, David Guiza. David Guiza. David Guiza. 27 goals from Mallorca. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, with him and De La Red at Mallorca yeah Real Madrid bought De La Red off the back of, yeah. <laughs> off the back of the Euros in this season he got a crock didn't he did he get injured and then he had to retire or something or he just... I think it's just a bit shit sick but name I... though De La Red that's a sick name Danny Guiza the Spanish archer <laughs> oh yeah I used to do the I used to do the <laughs> class oh man it's quite you're saying like Barca going through the transition period it's quite like they won the Champions League and they won the league in 05 or 06 and then Ronaldo it was like Ronaldinho just decided I've came what I was here to do I'm just going to party for the rest of my career you know (laughs) well we'll move on probably to the most pivotal part of Spanish football history then if you want to go from that and here comes a man called Pep Guardiola Again, Goita still not cleared on three. Six nil to Barcelona. Samuel Eto scoring his 25th goal of the season. I tell you what, I wonder if Salva will find a lot of humour in that celebration. He always does that. The very patriotic Malaga striker. What if we just a little bit of humour there? Never very popular in Catalonia, Salva. There it goes. Scoring Barcelona's sixth. Once again, harsh on Goita. Another good save from the Malaga keeper. Eto. Just side puts home. Starts off by, like you say, getting rid of the party boys. So Deco and Ronaldinho's his first movements. And then had a nice little pre-season tour of Scotland by beating Hibs 6-0 and Dundee 5-1. That's how you prepare for world domination. <laughs> Getting used to the weather. <laughs> <laughs> and then his first season, the win the treble. Can't move on, can you? No, nah, that's... Well... You know what I love about that? That, that front three, that uh, like Messi, Etty and Henri, wasn't it? Yeah, he brought Henri in. He, Henri replaced Ronaldinho. Uh, Iniesta pretty much replaced Deco yeah. by like starting more games. Xavi, uh, Busquets didn't really feature. I don't think that much early on. It would have been would have been a uh, Rafael Marquez and Carlos Puyol. Marquez, yeah, Marquez yeah. Puyol, Abidal. Yeah, uh, I had a good Johnson. Yeah, good Johnson was in the squad. Yes. 
Who <laughs> <laughs> was right back before Danny Alves went there? Because he wasn't there. Oh, was Taram not there as well for a bit? Ah, Taram, that's a good shout. He I think there was there. someone between Taram, though. I think it was there. Zambrotter had a little stint, but didn't really do much. That's, uh, uh, ah, that was that was some side that who who did the in the oh eight oh nine it was Man U the beat in the Champions League final wasn't it uh, the Messi header yeah because that was Ronaldo's yeah. last ever game for Man U wasn't it yeah yeah because he kept shooting from like forty yards I did he was there he just he was he just wanted to score before he left I just like loved that <laughs> like. I love him, but fuck me. <laughs> like, honestly, it's one of the worst performances. It, well, it must be the worst performance of his career, that. Because he was just getting the ball and shooting from anywhere. <laughs> that, what I like about that messy head is the fact that, like, <laughs> do, do you know she stood at right back and has a twine that Van der Sar's got nowhere near it? <laughs> like, simmer down, John. The ball in from Javi is just... Oh, sublime. It is. Etu got the other goal, didn't he? Etu got yeah. the first goal, which then leads on to the 0-9-10 season of making absolutely no sense. Pep, you moron. But probably wasn't really him. But swapping Etu and 48 million euros for Ibrahimovic. Oh, ridiculous. <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> like, they won the league, but they didn't, they didn't retain anything else. No. Nah. Sevilla won the Copa del Rey. Uh, Inter, Inter famously won the Champions League. Uh, Champions league. That, that put like With Etu. Uh, yeah, exactly. Put fire in his belly, didn't it? He was like, "Oh, you're going to get rid of us. We'll watch this." Yeah, oh, fucking class. Like, oh, especially fucking... since Pep and Ibra didn't even get on as well. Yeah, uh, like, yeah, he, he made he made no balance to their team. Yeah. He made no balance to their team. Like, their team was made of small players who could move quickly. And I'm not saying he's not a good player, but he just, he just didn't make any sense to their team. Yeah, well, they, like you say, it went from like a like pass and move kind of football to then just kind of, or we're kind of like hoof it long to, to Zlatan. Yeah. But that's what Ida Johnson was there, there for, was, man. There was there was still <laughs> there was still playing the way Pep wanted them to play football, but Zlatan Ibrahimovic just didn't fit in. Nah, like, was that at all? Although he, he, he scored, he scored a winner in El Clasico, didn't he? They won one nil. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I can't remember anything else he done. Shite. Can't remember anything else he'd done there, but like that, that can't have been a that's not a Pep Guardiola signing. That that's not a Pep Guardiola signing in 08 or 09. Farland won the Pachichi with 32 Oofed. goals for Atletico Madrid, Quite. and 09 or 10. Messi won it with 34 before Ronnie's arrival, and the rest history in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone gets a look in after that. <laughs> you, know what, you know what's you know what's meant about Ronaldo and Messi is like their their determination to be better than each other has made them better players. Yeah. yeah. Like what's scary is about two or three times all gonna go back to normal and like La Liga is gonna have top scorers of twenty four again. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, I go ask passes top scorer with twenty twenty two goals for Celta Vigo. <laughs> I just I just don't like the argument. Like it was No, I'm beyond the, the first, argument. The first, the, point that, like, the first season you're like, right, aye, fair enough. But like to keep I know it like you it'll always be there now, but like I think what like we, I, I don't think we realise just how lucky we are that we've got two of the best footballers playing at the same time. You yeah. know, like, like my dad grew up watching Maradona and my granddad Watch like Pele, you know what I mean? Like, there's no one else that could 
challenging. But we're in a time where you've got Messi and Ronaldo, and Ronaldo, sorry, like, you know what I mean? Because yeah. of me, the prolonged time they've done it, it just doesn't see the point anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like back in you know, 10 or 11 or something, you could maybe argue because they've done it for two or three years and you're like, oh, well, I think he's better. Now they've done it for like seven, eight years. Yeah, 10 exactly. years even. What's the point? Nah. It's the most tedious argument in football for me. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. Like, who, who's better? What, what the fuck does it matter? Like, yeah. the, like but, but like, people get so angry about like, who's better in that. It's, like, <laughs> it's proper weird, eh? It's so weird. Like, the, the, the two of... Arguably the best two players of all time. Yeah. Arguably yeah. the best two players. You're making a world time. eleven, they're both in it. Yeah. Like not a favourite. You have to say who's nah. the best. Nah. They're, they're, gonna, two if, of them are in both of them are in your front three. It's yeah. as simple as that. If uh, I wouldn't a, play a front three, so they wouldn't fit in my <laughs> system. If, if, I was doing, <laughs> if, if I was doing a world eleven, I'd say I'm not putting Messi and Ronaldo in because they're just better than a world eleven. Yeah. Like, like yeah. it's it'd be too boring. Like I'd, I'd, I w- the reason I we done this decade was so we couldn't put them in the 11s. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you could have still put. I've, I haven't put like like Messi, like for. Nah, nah, yeah. I just wouldn't put them in just to piss people off. <laughs> there is a world of football before Messi and Ronaldo, man. Just want to just want to say to our listeners today. Um, if you've noticed, Nave's tone's a bit down. Johnny Woodgate got sucked this morning. He hasn't got over it. <laughs> Just Someone, this for Woodgate. Uh, you could like, I'm not even telling a joke. Nah, you could, <laughs> you could sit on Nate's bottom lip. Like, uh, yeah, I am a bit. Note. I am a bit sombre today. He sits in a footy top every week, and this because Woodgate's been sacked. He's put a rugby league top on. Yep. Yeah. And it's in black as well. I'm in all black. Uh, <laughs> so it's a sad day for football today. But we'll all be laughing when he gets another job, and he just mints her. <laughs> One thing I wanted to touch on, though, um, just the, the the influence on the national team. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much Barca had. I'm not stupid. I love Madrid, but Barca's philosophy uh, kind yeah. of way. Like oh. that. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. And 10 teams are just yeah. filled with Barcelona and Real Madrid players. And it's just absolutely phenomenal. You, you get like you get like one standout that wasn't in in either of them teams. <laughs> well, the only real the only real one, Captain Villa, is Captain Villa left back. Yeah, maybe Al. Center in eight. Center eight. Yeah, Marcos Senna. Yeah, Senna in eight for uh, for Real as well. I'll, like I'll be all. Yeah. But other than that, you had for Real Madrid. Yeah, he, he moved to Real Madrid after that though, didn't he? I'll be after all. it, yeah. Um, um, but, but that's uh, phenomenal, man. The 2010 team is ridiculous. I, you know, it's funny that like, you get you get people that are like, oh no, it's fucking boring that tippy tappy shite and all this, and still to this day you get people that say that. And you're like, what the- what, what's my dad? Barrison <laughs> <laughs> <Paris and> man. <laughs> it, no, it, like, they didn't concede a goal in a knockout stage in a tournament for like three full tournaments. Yeah. There what is a place for it in football. Like, like it is. It, it, it's just nice to watch. It's beautiful to watch it, when you watch football like that. It for me, it completely justifies the money they get paid. Like that's the movement. The movement's oh. ridiculous, man. Like knowing where to go and at what time people got to pitch. But yeah, but they know. Like, 
Javi knows where Iniesta will be without even having to like turn yeah, his back or look exactly. at where he is. Or I could watch them too on a player cam all day long. Do you know what I fucking love? And I haven't put him in my team, and I don't know why. Pedro, Pedro was mint at Barca for the like the end of this decade. Yeah. Rio Ferdinand says in his book he's the hardest player he's ever played against, and he played against Messi. And he says Pedro's running in between the channels because Pe- Messi played a false nine. Yeah. Villa and Pedro's running is ridiculous. Pe- Pedro runs like he's just had like a catapult shot right up his ass. Like he's just so. I- yeah, I I enjoy, I enjoy watching it. Like, don't get me wrong, I am a massive fan of a centre half hoofing it long to a little and large partnership <laughs> up front. But my God, like sometimes you just have to. You, what can you do? What can you do if you're yeah, not getting past the ball? That Barca side and that Spain side, they play a different sport to what I watch at the stadium. I like for like the twenty years <laughs> totally. of my life of going totally. there. That's a different sport. But you know what it is though. It do what that is though. It shows how lazy some professionals are because it's a, it's players. All it is is players believing in a philosophy that really every manager should mould around. Yeah. But the managers go, oh well, I don't have the players. No, but you have to train the players. Yeah. You have yeah. to build a youth system that trains the players to play yeah. this way. Exactly. exactly. That's why, like, when when people say like, oh, Pep right, walks into these jobs, like, blah blah blah, like he's getting players to believe in what he thinks, and that that can't be understated. No, yeah, it's a good thing. For you to convince, we've never uh, seen it in the Prem before, City. If if you come, if you if you can get a group of thirty like men that are professionals and like like the best at what they do, um, all to believe in your system and the amount of egos that are in that room, for you to be able to manage that group, that's that's unreal. Yeah. That, yeah. that is yeah. unreal. Like two prime examples of it over here is you've got a young starlet in Raheem Sterling who looks like he's just going to stagnate and then he comes in. Now Sterling's like unbelievable. Ah, exactly. And then we're recording this on a Tuesday morning and last night, Phil Foden last night, like... Yeah, can people stop saying Phil Foden's overrated? Because he's not. He's absolutely... He's going to be mint. What a player he is. Like, And he's, he's playing alongside David Silva. You know what I mean? Like, I cannot think of a... Better, some like, better person to learn from, you know what I mean? Like, oh, like, I think it's definitely not going, not pushing for a loan or anything, or not pushing for a move and just staying learning off silver. Yeah, exactly. He'll be in the Euro squad next year. Aye, like, shove your drop, your grade, shove your fucking ass, get Phil Foden in it. <laughs> Did you? I said a tweet yesterday that was like, oh, so is Phil Foden what Arsenal fans tried telling us Wilshire was going to be? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. He is. He is. Thing is, though, I, like I just like this has to be his time. Like I know Silver's going, but like just play the man. Yeah. Anyway, he didn't play in the league from more 2010. So we'll move on. Just for like say, what it, we're pretty much past the leagues now. Um, touch on the Champions League and Europa League wins because it was quite a dominant decade for Spain in those competitions. So the first one we've got. Pua Alaves lost the 0-1 UEFA Cup final 5-2 to Liverpool on extra time. No, they did that. Pua Yardi Cruyffy. They just fell apart and the legs just went and they just got sending off and it was just... They'd done unreal to get there in the first place. Yardi Cruyff. Yardi Cruyff Diego Alonso. In the same year, Valencia lost the Champions League final to to Bayern. An El Macasiza kick. 
No, no to Bayern. That was the season before. Season before, Real Madrid beat Valencia 3-0. So, for the third final in a row in the Champions League, Real Madrid, a Spanish team made it. Real Madrid beat Bayer Leverkusen 2-1. Infamous Zidane. Yeah. Zidane goal. Yeah. 3-0-4, Valencia beat Marseille 2-0 in the UEFA Cup. Rafa's pretty much part in gift. Yeah. That Drogba's Marseille. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it would have been high. He was minting that. When yep. Where did Newcastle get in that? Did Newcastle... Semis, Marseille beat them in the semis. He was minting right. that. He, uh, Drogba was minting that game. I was. Uh, 05 or 06, we touched on it. Uh, Sevilla 4, Middlesbrough 0. That's Southgate. Big nose. And in the same year, Barca 2, Arsenal 1. Oh, that final, Barca, man. That was Barca Did you watch that Saul, final? Saul Campbell's yeah. head, man. Boom! Get up, Saul. Lehman getting sent off after about four minutes. It was like, oh, God. It's the like, argument for Henri not being a big player in it because he misses, like, two chances in that yeah, game. Like, yeah. I think he'd have gobbled up. <laughs> but, like... Belletti scores, man. Enough said. You don't have to defend it. I don't believe it. I was just saying it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. But hey, like, people could say that when like the, the beat Real Madrid at the Bernabeu in the yeah. quarterfinals. Big players step up on big games. Big Sol, boom. Great. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh so much. Absolutely disgrace. Perez was <laughs> disgrace that Perez was the sub, which in turn. Pretty much keyed his move to Villarreal. <laughs> I, he was like, "I'm gonna hit you." Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, bet, I'm better than Jumberg. Fuck you. <laughs> You're gonna sub me for Almunia. <laughs> See you later, <laughs> Arsenal pal. Join uh, with the Knicks. Season after Sevilla retained the UEFA Cup, beating Espanyol three-one on pens in the final. Big Freddy delivering the goods. Yeah, Van Dela Peña was playing that day for Espanyol. 08 or 09 Barcelona 2 United 0 which we've touched on before we went through Messi coming for and then the most heartbreaking one for English fans 09 or 10 Atletico Madrid 2 Fulham 1 after extra time Oh, Fulham, oh. Fulham's fairy tale brought to an end what a shout that is I'd what an Atletico that's... team that is by the way that's a Champions League team not a UEFA Cup team yeah Aguero and Forlan up top mm. <laughs> alright Brad <laughs> Hangalon deal with this <laughs> <laughs> Aye, fair enough, man. Managed to shut out. Managed to shut out Zamora, like so. Fair dues. Dempsey cut his hand open two weeks before something because he's punched the window because he's not starting because Bezons is fit. <laughs> hey. I didn't know that. Don't trip. No, no, that. It's the oh. you know, the who did they have in the in the in the semis? They had Wolfsburg or was it? Was it Wolfsburg or Hamburg? The German team. Maybe on, Wolfsburg was it? Wolfsburg. Samora hadn't been fit and Dempsey had been banging them in in the Prem. Mm. But Zamora was quite pivotal to the team. I was gonna say it was a Danny Murphy podcast the other day, he was talking about it. And Danny Murphy says like the scariest thing he's ever seen. Uh Roy Hudson tells uh, Dempsey that he's on the bench because I think it's Simon Davis is starting behind Zamora. Oh my god. That man no, managed in No, no, no. Davis on the wing, Zol- Zoltan Gira starting behind Zamora. <laughs> and Dempsey just like walks out and it's like the physio had like a little window apparently Dempsey just punches it puts his whole hand through it and then like rips it back out and it just oh, cut yeah. all the inside of his hand 
And that's mm. why Dempsey, for the end of, the end of that season, had to have his hand taped up for every game because he had a big old gash. That's ridiculous. Don't that's tread. Crazy. Don't tread on me. Should have smacked Hudson, knocked some sensor into him. <laughs> old get. Oh, man. But Bre- I... Chris Baird and Breda Hangeland up against fucking Aguero and <laughs> Forlan. <laughs> it's disgusting, uh, like... Uh, I tell you, like, since you mentioned that, I like, I know you've got it written down on here. Um, do you want to like just give a quick mention to the likes of Sevilla, Atletico, Villarreal? Yeah, well, and... I wanted to mention Bilbao because they've never been relegated. I think that's quite an achievement right. for a club that doesn't sign out of the Basque region. Oh, yeah. That is good, that. Agreed. So, Agreed. Uh, although they didn't win anything or come close to winning stuff in that decade, well, they got to a they got to a uh, Copa del Rey final, but yeah. they just the, fell um, apart. I think. Um, we're in the Champions League in like 97, 98, I think. Um, but they had a good run in the Europa League, like into the next decade, didn't they? But when we do the next decade, we'll touch on yeah. that because that's like my favourite run. Yeah. They're See you. They're See you, Fergie. Oh, oh. <sighs> Unreal. Um, so we'll move on to our 11s. So just a quick one for the listeners. Um, the lads were given a task of the 2000, 2010 11s. But I made a rule that they could only have two players from each team. So it wasn't Barca and Real Madrid heavy and stuff like that. So, but what I did say is a little loophole for myself. <laughs> <laughs> if a team played, if a person played for a significant amount of for another team, you could have him. Yeah. So, be- for example, you'll, we'll explain it when we get into it. Yeah. To be fair though, like saying that as a loophole, like mine's like still honest. Like I've picked. Yeah, it's not a loophole. It's just yeah. In case people were like, well, he played for Real Madrid. Yeah, Yeah, but he also played for blah blah blah. So we're so we're we're picking players for the spells they had at these clubs. Like we liked them whilst they were at this club. Yeah. Right. So we'll start with the lads. Eleven, six, eight. Rules are rules. Uh, Nath, give us your keeper. Uh, Santiago Canizares. Nice. Unreal. Nice. Bleach DL, blonde. Yeah, I thought you were going to say his name. <laughs> Bleach, Bleach Blonde. That's it, really. Just mint. <laughs> mint. Uh, uh, well, uh, Jay? I'll go for mine. Um, I've, it's, I've gone for a 4 3 3 formation, by the way. Yeah, same. Um, I mean, all. Oh, sick. Spanish um, word. Yeah. Ica Casillas. Yeah, um, I've got Ica Casillas. Yeah. I couldn't look any further than him, really. Like broke into, a, well, was first choice at Real Madrid at such a young age. Was in and out the side early doors one day, first couple of years, but then yeah. one day in pff, number one for what twenty, nearly twenty years or something. Yeah, yeah. something daft. Yeah, World Cup with Spain, Euros with Spain. Just can't can't look past him. <coughs> in this decade alone, four La Ligas, two Champions Leagues, three Super Cup Espanias, and one UEFA Super Cup. Yeah, and still, and still in his 20s by the time the decade finished. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just that decade. Yeah. Oh, you wasted your Real Madrid pick straight off the bat? Nah. No, nah, he's my favourite <laughs> keeper of all time, and I've never really got to mention him, so he was gone straight yeah. in for me. I just wanted a chance to mention Canizares because he's unreal. Uh, he, uh, I haven't thought about Canizares in ages. That's a pure shout. Exactly, man. That's why he deserves I thought about, I thought about him. He was either that or like... Oh, Quality camp- keeper. Caballero for Celta Vega, but I mentioned him in the Championship Manager. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jay, give us your right back. Um, I've gone Danny Alves for his time at Sevilla. <laughs> um, it's like, First loophole of the round. 
I, you know what? I actually genuinely didn't really like him at Barca. I don't know why. No, no I don't. He's a rat. Like, like, exactly his like ratish antics. Just, yeah. uh, I didn't like, but at Sevilla, that was an exciting Sevilla side. Uh, won the Europa League in 06 and that. And uh, it was just, oh, just like everybody talked about, oh, it's like Trent Alexander, Dom- Alexander Arnold dominating games from right back and that. And like, yeah. you forget about players like Dani Alves, who was like Sevilla's best player from right back. Oh, he's doing it from, you're still doing it, you meant this at like 34. Yeah. <laughs> I'm but, not a fan of. Are you not? No, I. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a fan of him. I can appreciate his playing style, but he's a bit of a rat. No, Turn into a pure rat of Barca. Uh, Who's your right back then, Nerf? Uh, Michel Salgado. Nice. Unreal. Pure good right back. Solid right back. And pff, anyone So can... Raj when he signed for Blackburn. Oh, mate. Unreal. <laughs> <laughs> You got him at right back, and then Gail Give at left back. <laughs> Allardyce working his magic in Lancashire. <laughs> nah, I liked Salgado. I thought he was class. I think like when Real Madrid are like you say like Galacticos and all that. I think someone yeah. that never really got shined on, but if, yeah. just does a job. And if he is on goal three and all, not goal two. <laughs> yeah, he's quite he's good in goal three. Jesus. He's quite good in goal too. <laughs> Not quite Gravison level goal too. Gravison's the star of that film. <laughs> uh, oh god! Oh, right, yeah. anyway, I've gone for a player from the Basque region. Yeah, Bill Bow's right back from pretty much, well, from all three right up to the end of this decade. Andoni Areola nice. didn't win. Didn't win anything, but it's one of those where I'm just like. Oh, loyalty. Yeah. You <laughs> love the loyalty of... Could have signed for Madrid. I think it was 08. Could have signed for Madrid. But stayed. Ended up playing for them till 2015, it was. And the only other team he played for was New York City, FC. No, but, yeah. 406 games for Atletico Bilbao. 33 goals from right back. Not bad. Take that. <laughs> take that. Take that. Take that, that in my. Take that in my team. <laughs> but yeah, Bilbao legend. Uh, I'll go with my first centre half. My first centre half is my first Barca player, and it's the one Barca player I truly love, and it's Carlos Puyol. Yes, yeah, yeah. I've, I've got Puyol. Puyol. Puyol got Puyol. Yeah, yeah. not man. Uh, just in this decade alone, we try to keep it relevant to that. Four La Ligas, one Copa del Rey, four Super Cup de España, and two Champions Leagues. Uh, Just what a machine! And he never wore a headband and all that hair. That How did he play? Oh, How did he play? I, I have no idea. As 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 a, as a man <laughs> with long hair, it is fucking impossible to see when it's flopping about. <laughs> Mint. Hey, just. And it's just like stuff for like that video that there's like that twenty second compilation of um like where the young kids are dancing because they've scored and he like breaks it up and he's like, right, no, we don't do that here. No. And then I think it's in the the Madrid derby. PK gets hit with a coin, but like, which shouldn't happen. But he's mm. proper grabbing his face and explains to the ref and Puyol just grabs his arm off his face, pushes him back, tells him it will mark, picks up the coin and chucks it off the field. Like, come on. Oh, come on. Fucking class. Play Madrid he's here, man. Mint, like, like, he's a pure, pure man's man. He's what such a, a warrior. Just a throwback. Like, it, for all like that team being like dominant in that like beautiful football, it was just nice to have a thug at centre half 
But he yeah, could actually I mean, play as well. He wasn't yeah, just all yeah. about heading and tackling. He could actually play football. He started off as a right back. Yeah. A lot of them, a lot of them do, in this Spain for some reason. But yeah, pivotal in the Euro team and the World Cup team. Just yeah. Yeah. all round absolute legend. I think yeah. um, it's hard for me to do it because I love my next centre half, but I think he'd be my captain. Yeah, he's my captain. Aye. He'd get in my World Eleven all day, Puyol. Yeah. 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 But yeah, uh, next centre half gone. J. Will you? Uh, Nuruddin Naibet of Deportivo La Coruña. Nah, I wonder when the Deportivo was going to come in. Yeah, <laughs> my first mention of uh, Deportivo. <laughs> um, just as I said, like the, the one, the one and only league title in the 1999-2000 season, and then for the next four years or so, finishing in the top top three. Um, he was their main centre back during this time. Um, was a bit a bit old when he went to. Spurs in the Premier League, but to be able to be playing in that Deportivo side, as I say, and finishing where they are, then had to had to get him in. Legendary status, isn't it, with that Deportivo? Yeah. It's largely remembered by their fans. Mm. For sure. Nath? Uh, 21 years old, 2008 Almeria, Chico Flores. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Why are you laughing at me? Because oh, <laughs> the flashbacks of your love for Chico Flores has just came into my head. Super Chico, man. It's Chico time. <laughs> Fucking hell. Unreal. Unreal. Oh, Fucking Unreal. Pe- pure Pez Sergio Ramos, like. Great hair. Great beard. Unreal defender. Oh, I'm booing. <laughs> Mint, man. Carlos Puyol and Chico Flores is your back, too. You're not conceding goals there. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to say on him? Any stats are up for Almira? <laughs> nah, I just love Chico uh, Flores. <laughs> <sighs> right, loophole time. <laughs> uh, Sevilla's Sergio Ramos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having a team without King Sergio. But wasn't he but right he back at Sevilla as well? So that's a pure loophole. mouth. He played 39 games for them, so he'll have definitely played centre-half for at least 12. <laughs> Signed as a Galactico. Huh? I said that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Sure for you. I'm playing right side centre-half. <laughs> Sergio Ramos. I'm not having the team, not the king. No, nah, it's, fair, it's fair enough. My favourite player like of all time. You all know how much I bum him. Yeah. Threatened getting battered when... Him. They beat Liverpool in that final. Then we played. <laughs> we played five. We we played five aside with like four Liverpool fans, and I just walked in with my Sergio Ramos top on. Like, boys. Uh, I got offered out in the BI that night. <laughs> <laughs> that, that 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 incident spiraled one of the most pathetic things I've ever seen on social media when Liverpool fans started a petition to like. Oh yeah. Like, have him, like, like arrested for assault or something. <laughs> Salah's fouling him. Oh, I, you know, oh Mingan, man. I absolutely love Sergio Ramos. Born winner. Born winner. 26 red cards in La Liga. Some at Duff like 12 of them against Barca. Mm-hmm. But, Carried Pepe for years. Oh, yeah. Carried Pepe for years. Yeah. Pepe fucking shit. I hated him. I'm sorry I hated him. Yeah, like, you. 
I've pro- well, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not having a team without King Sergio. Simple as that. Yeah. So, Nath, uh, left back, son. Uh, Villarreal's left back, Rodolfo, and I hope I say his surname right, Arua Barena. Nice. Ah, Pua loved him. He was decent. And anyone who keeps hossing me out the team is a winner for me. Like, <laughs> And you s- smashed it. That's exactly how you say it. Get in, eh? Tell you what, man. A real barrera. Not even speaking Spanish, but pfft, hey, just rolls no. off the tongue. Hey, Dill, well played on like not like on the entrance. By the way, I wanted to give you credit for it at the time, but uh, those lessons are paying off. You'll be you'll be watching <laughs> next week in no time. Thank you, Helen Tucker. She helped me out with the intro. Get in. <laughs> <laughs> my left back is my first Deportivo. Graduate, he didn't win the league with them because he was signed in the summer. But I love him, Juan Capdevila. Nice, yeah. One Copa del Rey, one Super Cup of España with Deportivo. He's known a lot for Villarreal just because people only really know who he is because of the Spain squad. And he was at Villarreal at the time, but he played seven years for pivotal Deportivo side. Nice. Who considering start then when I'm to get relegated shows how big of the team he was. <laughs> yeah, he was good, like. Definitely, man. Yeah. Uh, Roberto Carlos. Oh, he spunked his Madrid already on defence and yeah. goal. Well, well, we're, go- <laughs> we're, go- we're giving it a. It's we're going for favourites. Um, yeah. Y- you'll see why. Like, I, I think I've mentioned all six of the people in my midfield and forward line, and you'll see why there's no Real Madrid players in. But Carlos, oh, had, yeah. um, I think aside from Ashley Cole, is probably the best left back that's been in my lifetime. Yeah. Uh, so, it's... God, the name is a shit name. I was going to say, you are aware that you were alive when Dennis Ehrman was Dawson, but all right. God's <laughs> 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 uh, We'll move on then. Yeah. Nave just, just killed Jez. Great no, shot. no, good shout, good shout. Yeah, I like that. Apparently, Dennis better than Roberto Carlos. <laughs> hey, Roy Hodgson doesn't think he's good. Yeah, exactly. How many jobs has he had? Loads. Go <laughs> <laughs> uh, on then. You, you, your middle, your middle midfielder. You're one that's holding the centre. Um, I'll go first. Yeah, uh, Gazeka Mendieta. Nice. Nice. Uh, Valencia. Valencia, yeah. Like, as I touched on before, he was probably the best central midfielder in the world in his position at the time. In like, 99, yeah. 2000, 2000, 2001. Champions League final, two seasons on the bounce. Um, and then getting a move to Lazio and his career kind of stagnated for a while after yeah. that. Yeah, got league titles for them as well. I don't yeah, um, he went to Lazio um, in the summer of 2001 for like 35 million pounds or something. Um, didn't really do anything there. He, he went and he had a spell at Barcelona in the mid 90s yeah. before going to Borough. Um, yeah, he's, he's, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was mint there. But I, 2000 and 2001, um, I proper loved Mendia. Plus, obviously, because that's like my prime first getting into Champman era. He was like the best midfielder on the game as well. <laughs> uh, I'll continue because mine's also Valencia. Played for him throughout the whole decade. Uh, 
and more. Uh, he's now manager of Tenerife. Two La Ligas, one Copa del Rey, one UEFA Cup, one UEFA Super Cup. It's Ruben Baraka. Great shout. Oh, yeah, I like that. I loved him. Yeah, I was a big... Pure mint holding midfielder. Like I say, top scorer in the league, in, yeah. in, the, in the first title win with seven. I can yeah. appreciate that. To be fair, it, for mine, it was between him and Mendieta. Yeah. I loved him with quality. He's not mentioned enough, I don't think, in Spanish football history. I was quite surprised he didn't move, to be honest. Wasn't snapped up because he was really, really, really good. But I think probably what didn't help him was, like you say, we mentioned it in the past, Barca had people coming through. Real Madrid didn't sign anyone with a defensive bone in their body. <laughs> <laughs> and like Liverpool and stuff, they more took apart the Sociedad teams. Yeah. Instead of going for him. But he stayed at, like I say, stayed at Valencia. Quality. I, just, I really like him. Looks like a bit of a weirdo now, like, but say went into management. It's quality. Nice. Uh, so, fair play to him. Um, Ruben Barak. Yeah. Uh, Juan Roman Raquelme. Nice. Nice. Uh, I've got him. Um, uh, absolutely. Yeah, we can all chip in because he's on my. He's in mine. I absolutely yeah, all, love him. We've all got him for his Villarreal spell as well. Yeah. Yeah, not Barca. Villarreal. Yeah, I pure. He's really play for Barca. Yeah. He's on loan for two years before signing for the permanent. Villarreal. Just, yeah. yeah. Just unreal. Go on, go on Nif, Sorry. Again, a time where you like, obviously being Argentinian, so like you're looking at like big names like Batistuta's, Crespo's, Walter Samuel was quite good for them, but like often unsung. So I just thought, and he's someone I really enjoyed, like very unsung. Yeah, like I just used to sit and whenever he, whenever they were on the telly, I just used to sit and watch him. He was just unreal. Like being a kid and playing like youth level football, like. Never really had a sense of positioning when I played in centre midfield. I just roam around, then I just watch him, and then I would just kind of like, I just could try and not wander as much. <laughs> his his touch and his ability to play with both feet and oh, his close control were phenomenal. Uh, unbelievable! Unbelievable! Phenomenal! He only won one. He only won one trophy at Villarreal. Can any use name it? Um, Intercontinental <laughs> Cup. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> one trophy with them in total cup. Forty-two goals in one hundred nineteen games for Villarreal between all three and all seven. He missed the he missed the pen against Arsenal in the Champions League semi-final in six. Yeah. That would have seen them like in the final against Barca. It's horrid that that's like his defining moment for Villarreal. Because he was fucking unreal for he them. He was mint on a dead ball as well, if I remember rightly. Oh, he was yeah. Like, Free kicks are phenomenal. If yeah. anyone wants to YouTube him, YouTube, like wherever I've never really was quality, but YouTube is Bocca Days, man. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. He's a Bocca as well, didn't he? Yeah, his skills and his nutmegs, man, are just yeah. phenomenal. Jimmy took Bo- him a while to come, come to Europe, you know. He was about 22, 23 before yeah. he got his move to Yeah, Barca. he wasn't big. Jimmy he, only Bo- played 30, he only played 30 games for Barca. That's me, not he like... He didn't really play. Yeah, Jimmy Bullard often says that he's... He used to watch videos of Raquel May and that kind of inspired him. We could have, he could have been, could have been another one we mentioned in like the other pods from what could have been because he he, had, he struggled with injuries a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd have loved to have seen him in in the Premier League. I thought 
I just loved him. He was unreal. Just to touch man was class. Uh, Nay, if you may as well carry on because me and Jay have said two now. Uh, you only said Raquel, mate, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can uh, I'll, I'll give my first one. <coughs> um, uh, Ivan De La Pena. I mean, he was he was at Barcelona in the 90s. What a shout. He had a loan spell back in 2000-2001, but he also played for Espanyol during the decade that we were on about. And uh, oh, uh, the king of the through ball for me. There is not oh, a through yeah. ball that he cannot play. Fewer sex. A tin opener of a right foot. <laughs> just, he could carve anything up in, man. Like, just, what a, uh, just, yeah, um, unreal. Is there a compilation video of him just through balls yeah. on, uh, yeah. on YouTube? YouTube? It's the closest thing to porn you'll get on YouTube. Closest? It's better than porn. <laughs> <laughs> I love a through ball. Like, and it, oh. Unreal. Just, uh, just unbelievable. Like, some of the passes he plays, and some of them you like, He's got no right to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Spent some time at Espanyol, like. Yeah, didn't he? Um, Ten years, nearly. Because he, he, he started off at Barca, didn't he? And moved to Lazio. Yeah, I, he was in the 90s team with, like, he, uh, Ronaldo and Pep. <clears throat> yeah, and he had a... He signed for Lazio, but then Lazio loaned him to Marseille, and then he had a loan. He went back on loan to Barca. Yeah, he did. He yeah, went back uh, in 2000, 2001. Then he, then he signed for Espanyol. Like, say, not, not like, didn't really, well, I'm not going to say he didn't pull up trees because like, yeah, he's obviously him. a good football player, but like, just someone that often stood out when I watched, when I've, when I've seen him play. Just like, because he's not the tallest and he's not the most athletic built as well. He's quite small, he's quite chunky, but like, on the ball, and his passing ability is just unbelievable. Strange one. I've just killed him just to see how much caps he got for Spain. He only played one year for Spain. Considering pre-2006 when they started to build that team, it wasn't very good. He played five games for Spain, five caps. Yeah. That's it, was, it, it was really high, highly thought of when he first came through at Barca in the 90s. Mm. Yeah. Um, that, may, that maybe could have been another one for what could have been episode. Yeah. But that's a great child down there. Yeah, I, I like him. <laughs> I tell you what, you carry on and finish your three, then, and then we'll follow off. And then we'll follow off that. Uh, my other one's Pablo Aymar. Nice, nice, unbelievable. Nah, he was quality, man. Proper standout in that Valencia side. He was on my list of maybe in it. And he was. He's been good everywhere. He's been, hasn't he? Was he in that? Uh, he was playing for Benfica as well. Yeah, he yeah, did. yeah. He was good at Benfica as well. He was part of that um, Argentine. Tina under twenty sides that Julio Arca was in that won the <laughs> well it had Javier Saviola, Fabrizio Colaccini. We'll uh, know the full squad by the end of this by the end of these <laughs> <laughs> You think we were Argentinian? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just thought he was class, like really good player. Another one that's often forgotten. Yeah, he, he was really small. One, he was only like five foot. Seven. I was midget, tiny, ridiculously small. But it's like every time in that era, every time a decent like Cam number ten style player was coming through, he was another next Maradona. He, he was, <laughs> he, he yeah. was an heir to the next Maradona throne after Ariel Ortega. Kind of went Ariel Ortega <laughs> had the armor. Yeah. Have you got then, Jay? Um, you could argue that I've squeezed him into a number 10 role 
Um, but Ronaldinho. Yeah, right. Rather than having, yeah, like I think the signing of him, if it wasn't for him signing for Barca, Barca wouldn't have went to the heights that they did. Yeah, yeah. Of time. They'd have maybe got round to it later on in the decade, but I think he was pivotal in regaining Barca's reputation, helping establish them as one of the world's best, and he was pivotal in bringing Messi along as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I had a foot, I had a Ronaldinho foot. He was class. Remember those R10 balls he brought out, and they were black. <laughs> they were styled like the old ones, but they were mint. Can you remember the R- the R10 Tiempo boots as well? The black ones with the with the uh, white. That's what that ball was based off. It was oh, like a range, wasn't it? Man. It was after he did that um, advert where he voiced it off <laughs> the bar, bar three times. <laughs> <laughs> if you pure believe that's real when you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> Have you watched Jimmy Budai try and recreate it? <laughs> no. <laughs> It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, anyone that can, anyone that can make the Santiago Bernabal stand up and applaud. No, exactly. Speaks for no, him. Six-two six game. Ronaldinho gathers speed, past Ramos. Algera comes to meet him. He goes past Algera. Ronaldinho at his very best. Unstoppable! Fantastic play here from Ronaldinho, Rob. He skips inside Helguera. Roberto Carlos comes across to try and give him some cover, but he's so quick, so slick, and he knocks it in at the near post past Iker Casillas. Can anybody stop him? What a goal! That's an unbelievable goal. Just when, as soon as he hits the back of the net, you see like Real Madrid fans just like not leaving, not waving white flags. Just he, al- just he also scored. My favourite goal of that decade with that bicycle kick against uh, Villarreal. Oh, where, ah, yeah. Where he, where he takes it on his chest on the turn and volleys it into the on his wrong foot, like into the far side of the goal. Oh, fucking Is that YouTube clipping all of? I think it's Bill Bow the plane. Do you know what? It probably could be my right back that's getting raped all over. <laughs> where he flicks it over the heads and he flicks it back, then he's got it in between them, then he flicks it round them. Yeah. <laughs> Phenomenal, man. If you think of your YouTube skills, that's like one of the first ones that comes up. There's there's the one against AC Milan, isn't there, where he's just, uh, where he has like Perlo Gattuso, uh, I can't remember who else is, and he's like just totting it over their heads and all like through the midfield. Do you mind when he he threw out the flip-flap and then like everyone just started doing it in the park? Like, oh my God, I need to do that. (laughs) (laughs) There's like a point on it. Ronaldinho is number 10. Yeah, class. Uh, my last one's Barca as well, and just personifies Spanish football. Javi, I love Iniesta, but I've gone with Javi. Nice. I think Iniesta battle in the decade after, but in this decade, yeah. played every year. Four of the Eagles, one Copa del Rey, four Cup, Super Cup of Spaniards, two Champions Leagues. Just the weight on his pass and the way he could like dictate games, just for a little oh, mark as well. Yeah, it's 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 quite like telling that he survived, like staying at Barca right at the start of the decade when Van Hal was there and just ripping the team apart and bringing in players that he knew, like Xavi, yeah, stayed like, played in that team and survived through that transition. Yeah, like you forget he's, he got to the point where like that team, like that team later on with like Pep and like, like he's still playing he's like oh my god he's been Dawson for ages eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I 
I will continue broke into the Barca side in the nineties. Yeah. Like, like him and Puyol were from the same. They were from the same era of players that came through. Mm. Yeah, I just I just love him. No, Absolutely no. love him. Phenomenal. No, Quality definitely. to watch. Class. Oh yeah, definitely. Soon, soon to probably be their manager. Let's see how he gets on with that. But is he in the youth set of like? No, he's in Al Bloody Halil or whatever. Was he? Did but, he go play in India or something? He played in. Uh, yeah, probably. He played in Al Al Saad. Oh, right. Played for four. You played for four years, huh? In the Saudi League. <laughs> he played for four years. So he's, he's, he's forty now. We retired this year, uh, last year. So he retired at thirty-nine, and he's manager of Al Saad now. So he retired from being the player, went straight into the manager's yeah. job. But he's pretty much nailed on to get it. They've got a lot of stuff to sort out financially. They're not in a good position, Barca, and. Uh, they didn't want to bring him in midway through a season. They want to give him. That's why they got that guy from Betis. They've got Malcomer's name, but mm. they uh, they want to give him a preseason and see what he can do with the B teams and stuff. And if he can bring it, trying to get back to the mold. Yeah, I would say the pet mold. Back to basics. Aye. Right. So that's everyone's midfield in it. Yeah. yeah. So front three. Uh, la, la, la. Jay, you can start. Um, obvious choice and is my centre point of my front three and it's Big Bad Diego Tristan Deportivo I've, La Coruña I've got Tristan I have uh, it he, uh, we've, we've already spoke about him a bit um, I've been signed for them after they won the league yeah. um, from Real Mallorca and then was uh, there or thereabouts and top scorers in the league for the next few years um, seen him often in the Champions League, like that great comeback against AC Milan and uh, like various other. Didn't they play Man United in the Champions League? Did, one did year? I? Yeah, yeah. Um, won yeah. a Copa del Rey. Yeah, <coughs> yeah um, but like playing in a strike force with Roy Mackay and then Walter Pandiani, um, Juan Carlos Valeron supplying them. Banging Not them bad return either. Seventy-seven in one hundred and seventy-nine. He got. Yeah. Unreal. Ah, oh, he was class. I like Diego Tristan. Yeah. So, like Jay said before, and all unreal name. Yeah. <laughs> strikes for you that name. And <laughs> uh, uh, I've got Tristan as well. So Nath, yeah. you're, you're um, middle of the three, I've gone with Raúl. Just an, I just absolutely worship Raúl. I've got Raúl. It's <laughs> like it's a king man. Oh. Uh, yeah. Unbelievable. Like, I remember the first time I'd ever watched him on telly in that game against Man United where he, in that black strip, the black and oh, white strip, yeah. uh, just blew away. That, that's mint, just the mint thing about him, his ability to play cam or striker so naturally. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so like when they didn't have, when they had that little gap, so when he first broke through, he was, he was calm behind Miatovic and Anelka, etc. Yeah, well, then, wouldn't it have been sorry? Wouldn't it have just been before that? It'd have been behind like Alan Boxic. Yeah, but I'm saying the champion, the, the one that they're known for, the Champions League final, is behind Anelka and Miatovic. Uh, then that was 2000. That one, but they won it in when they won it in '98. Wasn't it in that team? Yeah, that's that his, that's his, his calm, yeah. I'm just 
I'm doing it like thing. And then he was striker for a bit. Yeah. And then like the the one where the beat Valencia is the main striker that. And then again, then the Galacticos came along. And instead of getting rid of him, I think he, he did it again. He dropped back to Cam. And it's just like his natural ability to go from yeah. a few years playing Cam, yeah. then to being the focal point of the strike force. Then oh, we've got Ronaldo. Where we're going to fit Raul? Oh, well, I'll just play at Cam and still be in <laughs> absolutely mint. Yeah, and still get a decent goal return as well. Yeah. Even when he lost a yard of pace, man, he was still a threat. Oh, when they're like, yeah, when they got like Higuain and stuff, and yeah. like, he was still keeping his place. Oh, unreal. He, he played up until 2010. He didn't leave till 2010. So he played yeah. this entire decade. Went to Schalke in 2010, when obviously like Ronaldo came along, Benzema. Yeah. Um, Should have went in 2008 as well. Quite funny that, uh, uh, that Atleti, he's an, he was an Atleti fan as a boy, and they released him. <laughs> well, they didn't. Well, they didn't. They didn't release him there. They didn't have enough money, and their youth was like shit. Yeah. So anyone that was decent left, and he went straight. His dad pretty much got him straight into Real Madrid youth. Into Madrid. Because that is a kick in the dick for them. Like I know. Should be some heads rolling at Atletico Madrid for that. Yeah, <laughs> I thought, oof, can you imagine being the coach going, nah, he's not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. uh, yeah, I've got Raul as well. So, Jay, go on your second one. Um, David Villa for his Valencia days. Um, I've got David Villa. <laughs> <laughs> um, Valencia days. I fucking love him. Can you mind? The first thing that I think of when I think of David Villa, David Villa and Valencia, is his free kicks. It's yeah, he scored like free kicks from like thirty yards out, like against uh, Inter Milan in the Champions League. Was it? Yeah, you might. It was like was that the five season, um, or five or six or something? Fucking what a player he was, man! Absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. Still, I know he won things at Barca. It still boils my piss that they signed him and played him out left. Like, aye, but but he was still what a forward. But like, (laughs) as like a out and out striker, like what a player, man. One hundred and eight goals in one hundred and sixty six games from for Valencia after the signing from Zaragoza. To be fair, like his early his early career, you could have in this decade. So Sporting Heon, he got thirty eight and eighty. Zaragoza, he got 32 and 73. And then Valencia, 108 and 166. His goal scoring form was just prolific. Yeah. And then yeah. I know it's not this decade, but it says what of a kind of plan Manny is and how much of a role model is that he went to Atletico Madrid for a year and they won the league. Yeah. In that year that he was there. I'm sure he's still got double figure goals there, didn't he? Atleti. Hmm? Yeah, he scored 13 that year in 36. Because he played a lot off the bench because obviously Costa was their main focal yeah. point. Mm. And he's in his mid-30s by that point. Oh, aye. And then he went to New York and scored 77 in 117. <laughs> Born goal scorer, man. He's fucking... Yeah. I absolutely love him. He's one of my... He's, a, he's up there with Etu for me. He's the, probably one of the most underrated strikers the world knows. And, it, and the reason I say that is because everyone just goes, oh yeah, Villa from Barca. No, man. Watch his yeah. Valencia games. <laughs> <laughs> it does... It, like, it it says a lot where wherever he goes, he wins something, doesn't it? Really, so yeah, quality player. Uh, he was good. I liked him. Tell you what, if Valencia could have kept that team, <laughs> 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 it's like, aye. 
So yeah, I'm done. I've got Via Raul and Tristan. Have you got one, one more each to say? I've got two. He'll have two, I. Oh, have you got two? Go on then, yeah. yeah. I'll just give you them both. Uh, I saved my depot till last. I've got Jalmina and Juan Carlos Valeron. Nice. Love Valeron. Just didn't realise part of that. Do you say we've already spoke about it loads at Deportivo side? Both yeah. sides. Just decent. I just liked him. Oh, yeah, I like Valeron. He was another one that could drop into camp if needed. Oh, yeah. When they were swapping it around after them years. Yeah, it was quality. Anywhere. Defensive, attacking midfield, left, right, just anywhere. Quality player. Yeah, the yeah. knife for a pass as well, which I, yeah. which I liked. Who was your one, did you say? Uh, Jalmina. Jalmina. Yeah, that's Luke Harvey's favourite player from that Deportivo. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said both your Deport players for the strike force. Yeah. <laughs> Just unreal. Just like, was it? Did he play a game against the Arsenal? Um, can't mind them. I can't mind them. Can't mind that, I can't remember if it was Arsenal. I just remember watching him against. I remember watching him against an English side and being like, "Oh, hold on a minute, who's this?" He was decent. <laughs> It'll probably be my night. Mm. Yeah. That is pure red. Him, he was decent. Jay, your last one. My last one, and it's Diego Forlan for his spell at Villarreal. Although you can see that Madrid one as well. But especially his Villarreal one was because everybody in England thought he was shite because he was a like a, a, a flop. <laughs> and, off. Um, and then he goes to Villarreal and he's absolutely unreal. His first season on loan there. He was only on loan there his first year and he scored like 20-odd goals in the league. Yeah. And then the, the, making the deal permanent. And then it wasn't a one-off. He just keeps, just just takes off on like <laughs> such a trajectory that he becomes one of the best strikers in the world. Coming in a 2010 World Cup, where he's the best player at the tournament, according to FIFA. I mean, Wesley Snyder could probably feel a bit aggrieved, or any of the Spain squad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he was like, he, he just went on to become one of the best best forwards in the world. And I just like, I like that kind of thing where someone's been written off. And yeah, and they go on to achieve like what he achieved because he, he what a player man. Can you mind in Roy Keane's second book where he talks about wanting to sign him for Sunderland? <laughs> I, I, remember, I remember being linked with him when it broke out. I was like, oh my god, what? Nah, you might, <laughs> imagine that would have been unreal. But yeah, like uh, I, I love Fallon. I, I yeah, I do it all. I, yeah, he was good. very good, very good. I bet you Steve McLaren sits there and goes, I could have got that form out of him at the borough. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, he was he was going to sign for Borough. He was going to sign for Borough. My United yeah. hijacked the deal. Hijacked him. Oh, mental. Ended up signing that. Malcolm Christie instead. Uh, oh, and Michael Ricketts. They got two. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's got anyone that just didn't make your team. Um, I've got a few. Like I've just got a, I've got a bench. I, I haven't got a bench, but like players that no, I've got a bench in. Um, Obvious ones like for me, Iniesta, Messi, Etu, um, and then like you more what you guys have said like Ruben Baraka, um, Juan Carlos Valeron. Um, I've got Iniesta, uh, Torres, um, Ayala, set back to Valencia, oh, hell of a uh, Zidane. Um, I had Fallon written down, uh, Marcus Senna. 
Adaris at Bilbao, uh, Exarvia at Bilbao as well. He played no one played the whole decade. Yeah. Uh, and I had Pablo Zabaleta, Espanol. Nice. Five to eight. Nice. Not really known for his time there, but he was good. But I feel that didn't make it. Manager, I think I'd have Pep. I know he only was at the end, but for one he did. Um, I've got. Remember when <coughs> Rustu played for Barca? Yeah. Rusty. Um Keith, remember Kike Alvarez for Villarreal? Yes. Straf. Unreal. Yes. You loved him. Uh Ivan Helguera for Real Madrid. Um nice. Marcos Senna. Um Fernando Fernandez for Real Betis. I thought he was decent. Uh Fernando Torres and John Carew. And my gaffer is Rudy van der Merve, Rudy van der Merve, who's the manager for Real Madrid in goal to. <laughs> <laughs> um, one, one player that I mentioned before, <sighs> but it was a wrong answer in a quiz, um, who I want to give a shout to is Raul Tamudo, who like, stayed at Espe- Espanyol for the majority right. of the was a quality centre forward, who Sunderland tried to sign in the summer of 2002. Do you remember when we ended up with Flo? Oh, that's one pen. Hey, Espanol, man. Two cups in that decade. Yeah. Um, Raul Ra- Ra- Tamudo was loyal to the car with uh, Espanol. Yeah, it wasn't a quality uh, manager. Quality player. Quality player. But, uh, um, that was good. Good to reminisce about the league, lads. Yeah. Um, it's nice. Do you want to get any plugs in before we can? Oh, well. Actually, tell you what, run for, you, run for our teams like we always do. Cause we, uh, yeah. So I'll start. So Ike is in net, Donny Ariola right back, Carlos Puyo and Sergio Ramos centre halves, Captavia left back, a midfield three of Ruben Baraka, Xavi and Raquel May, and a front three of David Villa, Raul and Diego Tristan. Um, Jay? Um, Ike Casillas, Danny Alves, Roberto Carlos, Carlos Puyol, Nuruddin Naibet, um, Gazeka Mendieta, Juan Raquel May, Ronaldinho, and then up front, David Villa, Diego Tristan, and Diego Fortland. Mint. Uh, I've got Santiago Canizares, Michel Salgado, Carlos Puyol, Chico Flores, uh, Rodolfo Arua Barena, uh, Juan Roman Raquel May, Pablo Aymar, uh, Ivan De La Pena, uh, Juan Carlos Valeron, Jalmina, and Raul. Nice boys, nice. Just like, just like we said before, um, if you follow us on Instagram and Twitter, find us on Facebook and stuff. If you can like us, give us a follow, share our content, and that'd be great. Yeah. Um, and just tell people about us and get people <laughs> listening. Yeah. Sound. <laughs> um, so, right. yeah. Um, so, thank you very much. Muchas gracias. Goodbye, Nev. Bye-bye. Jimmy, sayonara. <laughs> and we'll leave you with the beautiful sounds of Enrique Iglesias.
another fantastic episode of the Prawn Sandwich Podcast. Thank you to everyone for listening and downloading and getting back to us with your reviews and everything like that. It really does mean a lot. Um, just quickly, just like the lad said during the episode, um, I am running a 10k for 10 days for a little local boy in, in my home county um, who's recently been diagnosed with leukaemia. Everybody in the city is trying to raise money for his treatment and that goes for me as well. I'm included in that as well. Please uh, just look for, go, just go to gofundme.com, search in there, save our stan and you'll see the 10k for 10 days funding page and if you could make a donation, big or small, share the link for the for the donation page and let's get some more awareness out there for little Stanley um, and also use the hashtag save our stan. Uh, I'm Nathan Skeepskeeper and thank you very much.